hate this shit, man. I am not having it today. Today is not the day to fuck with me, man. Uh, none of these customers, any of these customers come to me, man. I ain't having, I ain't having none of this shit. Alright, man. I just, I just did like a 12-hour shift yesterday, and then now I'm back in this bitch, man. I'm, I'm, I might as well have some fun with it, man. I might as well have some fun with this shit. Good afternoon. Hey, what's up? Welcome to Good Burger, home of the Hood Burger. May I take your order? Yes, yes, yes. Um, I want to know what specials you guys have. Like, what specials y'all got this week? Well, lucky for you, we have a special this week. Uh-huh. The Bofa Box. Oh, okay. Okay, that sounds good. Hey, what's the fucking Bofa Box? That shit sounds crazy. Both of these nuts. <laughs> Fuck you, nigga. I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. I'm sorry. Fuck you. I'm sorry. I had to do it. Fucking sorry, hate this I'm, place. All right. Fuck you. Fuck you, man. Can't stand you. All right, see you later. See you later. Burger, home of the hood burger. May I take your order? That's right, that's right. I, I want a double uh good burger. Uh just get yeah, yeah, yeah. let me get a hold double. On, hold on. What? Hold on. Phil? Phil, who the fuck is Phil? Hey Phil, that's you? No, 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 my name Mike. My name Mike. Phil, that's you? Nah, my name is Mike. My name is Mike. I don't know who the fuck you looking for. Phil ain't right here. Phil on these nuts. <laughs> I'm just kidding. I'm playing. I'm sorry. I apologize. I'm, I had yeah, to I'm getting the fuck out of here. All right. Have a nice day. Have a nice day. Have a nice day. Welcome to Good Burger, home of the Hood Burger. May I take your order? Sure. Yeah. Uh, just give me a second. Okay. Just give me a second. I don't know what I want yet. Sound like a baseball fan, man. I, I think I think they're playing tonight. Oh, for real? Uh, you, what's your favorite what you, team? What you know about baseball, man? Uh, my favorite team is the Yankees, man. All day blue, right, right, blue right. and white, blue and white. That's all we represent. Yeah, you feel me? On these nuts. <laughs> That's fucked up. God, I hate it. Foul as fuck. That was foul right, as fuck. All right, go Yankees. <laughs>
Greatest podcast you ever heard in your motherfucking life. This the Good Day Podcast. This your boy Zen Folks Solo Dolo for the moment. Later on, we have an interview with one of a good friend of mine. He's a photographer as well. Um, not to mention he's a good father. I just wanted to show that ordinary people can be interesting and they might just be like you. You might get a jewel out of this situation. I felt that he was cool, calm, and collective. And I wanted to see his point of view because I'm somewhat like that, but kind of the opposite, if that makes sense. All right, welcome to the Good Day Podcast. I hope you guys had a wonderful week. It's been crazy since Thanksgiving. I've been full. I gained some weight, but it's okay because that shit's going off. I'm going to be sexy for 2018. I hope you guys are too. Today, what to expect? Uh, we're going to touch on a lot of hip-hop. This has been a great week for hip-hop. Mace going after Cameron. Jim Jones throw his two cents. Fat Joe throw his two cents, all that stuff. I might not show all that audio. Uh, Joyner Lucas coming here with the... I'm, I'm not racist song. I mean, there's so much audio today I have to present. I'm going to try to cut it as much as I can so the interview can capture you a little bit more. A little dab of motivation in between. Uh, you know, just a lot of content. Co- content, excuse me, excuse me. Still, still, still kind of sleepy. All right, so what I'm going to start off with today is uh, you guys might not be aware of this beef. A lot of you guys might not be, but if you grew up around the 90s and you listen to a lot of that music, you'll know that Mace and Cameron grew up with each other in Harlem. And what happened is they known each other for like 14 years old and it seems like the tensions has gotten worse. Cameron always do jabs at Mace for like almost 20 years, even though he didn't do anything. And what's weird is that Mace at the peak of his career decided to be a pastor in the middle of it. 
And now we're we have a lot of debates between it, but I'm I, I touch on that a little bit later. But just to get a background, uh, Mace decided to become a pastor. Came back. Well, welcome back. Um, Cameron had a beautiful career, as you know, a trendsetter, Harlem, and Mace got sick of it. Mace felt like he was getting bullied. And who better to tell you than Mace? So here's an audio clip from Mace. Uh, uh, yeah. Imagine 20 years with a bit of bitch in the same drama Dame told you do this shit and you don't see Dame karma K9 on your ass, nigga, no distraction Pussy nigga wearing pink, guess he think he matching I'ma paint the picture, let the niggas make the caption Fuck bars, I'ma tell niggas what really happened You hear this tone, you know the Mac is in my seat You see exactly what I see, you know my rap is not for free You send them pussy niggas to the hill to trap me in the V You singing, nigga, don't be no backup bitch with me I chew that nigga to my teeth first Don't even hit the weed first Bitches used to say I'm blessed and I ain't even sleep first Much dirt I got on you don't even need no research Hand filthy heart, guilty nigga like me need church Tax know you as the nigga that snitched on the rock DC Crips only know you the nigga they shot OG niggas don't have no history with you on the block And everybody seen the footage you got Ever since 10 you was a thirsty nigga I ain't gonna talk about the time you fucked your sister Whoa, 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 what the fuck was that? Did he just say that? Wait, 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 wait. <laughs> hey, man. Oh, man. I did not know that. Man, I mean, he knew the guy since he was 14. I don't know if this is true. Cameron did since deny that he actually has a blood sister, but he did have sexual relations with Mace's sister as well. Um, It's hard because you have two influential rappers, one more on the bad boy side and one who created his own type of swag with his own type of movement. In Harlem, I heard that he's more active in Harlem than Mace. I heard Mace ran away, etc., etc. Um, but even though I can say that, you have to compare just to compare the two disses. I'm gonna, I'm gonna just play camera on part. I'm gonna play camera. I'm gonna play camera. You remember how well you used to sing it? Yes, sir. Heat makers, crack music. I can't sing that song. Young man looked at him and said, why you can't sing it? You know what he told him? Since you saw me last, something happened to me. Time to get, tap, tap, time to get the facts across. Oh, somebody pissed the pastor off. I'm all for the jokes, bundle up, get your coat. But I only go for the throat, I'm a chimney, I want to smoke. You done opened up a door, I'm petty, ready for war. I ain't got a sister, only sister I fucked was yours. I know the bars off the program touch you. How you mad at me though? You let Mr. Lloyd touch you. Do what you must do. Me, I'm getting my just do. But who you talking tough to? Blinky just snuffed you. Puff fucked you. We seen it no binoculars. Passed you the 50. He was finger popping it. Then he took it back like a fly bitch that was popular. Your 42 still saying. Ain't no stopping. You know my deals. Lick a movie and flashy kicks. How you talking deals? Your last deal was 96. Your flight booking. Talking about a crooked. Man, I don't. all right all right all right enough of that all right so i'm gonna say some positive things about this track because it seems like everyone's seen to be on Mace's side in the sense of the actual rap, which brought up and sparked up a debate. 
Uh, between you guys, who you think is a better rapper, uh, Mace or Cameron? Who do you like more? Who you think is more accomplished? I mean, that's kind of obvious. Who you think actually spits more? Who has more lyrics? <clears throat> but yeah, outside of that, um, my personal opinion, what I think that Cameron was trying to do, he tried to bring back the old type of sound because he didn't sound like he mixed and mastered it in this type of era. It sounds like one of his older songs where we didn't care back in the 90s. Um, that's what it sounded like. He also put the pastor stuff in the church in the beginning. You know, the guy preaching. You know, I think he was really particular about exactly what he put into this song i don't think that a lot of people caught it they just heard it and it was like ah the energy that mace brought he came out of nowhere bow and they didn't show that same response you know saying that same energy but i see what cameron was trying to do he really did some new york shit he really did on some harlem shit um he didn't mix and master it too well but i think it was on purpose it sounded more of like the 2090s the old dip set this is the type of mixing they used to do back in the day it wasn't that clean if you guys didn't know all right, and this is a couple of words that Mace had to say personally. No, because it's not going to stop, you know? It's not going to stop if you don't say something. So, to me, I didn't ever have to say anything. But at some point, you got to stop, right? So that's the only reason you did it, just because you heard that and you wanted to say something back. I mean, there was other things, but, you know, there's so many factors and layers that go into it. And I like to always be straight up and straight honest. There's so many other factors, but... Not all of it you can discuss on the radio. You Got know? it. You know, some things, they, they started a certain place, you leave them where they started. It's just such a weird time to hear you guys. I don't know, but my mind, I just, I don't know, I just, especially you and everything I you've think gone somebody, through. I think somebody on, on everybody else's part should have said something, but, you know, when people are neutral, neutral is what kills a lot of people. What do you people, mean? When people are neutral, they let things happen and then try to say they had nothing to do with it. Where I'm from, if you're quiet on something that's going wrong, you're a part of the problem. So if something goes terribly left, and now you want to act like it shouldn't have went that far, well, you has you could have said something for 20 years. You saw a person violating a person that you know wasn't on that type of time. You could have stepped up and said something. Nobody said nothing. So. How long does this go on? Till we, what age? Right. Oh, you mean they should have said something about Cam? Yeah, like every Same. time I would go on the radio or anything, uh -huh. people let them chime in and do stuff for the ratings. But it's going to turn terribly bad. And it's not going to turn terribly bad for me. Well, why does it have to turn terribly bad? Because it, when, when you know so much about people, they know so much about you. Uh -huh. You just only heard what a person have to say about me. I never really said what I know. That was the first time you heard me speak. Yeah. And you're like, wow. And it was a lot. Yes, because I know a lot. And I know more, but that's what I chose to make known. So with the spirit of the song, because you're a rapper and you're defending yourself as a rapper and it's a battle thing, or is the spirit of the song like a personal just... The spirit of the song is I'm a grown man. Whatever happened when we was 19, grow up. Not anybody should understand that. Whatever we went through at 19, 20, or even 21, grow up. I get it. But then you participated though. No, because I have to. Right. At what point do I step in and say, I've shown you my character by turning the other cheek. I've shown you that I'm a different person by turning the other cheek. And you keep going like you know like you know something I don't know. What you was know it? eventually yeah. I was gonna come out the house. You knew that. So why keep going there? 
That's what he wanted. He got what he wanted. How does it end? I told you how it ends. Oh. It ends. If it's not stopped, it's going to end bad for him. How do we stop it? I don't know. That's up to them. I'm really, I, I don't have nothing else to say. I said what I needed to say. He went on the radio and said what he had to say. I go on the radio and say what I have to say. He can stop there or they don't have to. Well, as you can hear, Mace have that pressure on his taste. You know what I'm saying? Like uh, in Miami, you like to say like, you got pressure, that means like, you got an issue with me or some shit. So you could, you could tell that Mace had pressure because he came in with a ski mask with, with like the whole face cut out. I don't know because there's not a lot of snow down here. But you know, cut that little face out with a little hoodie, a big ass hoodie, a fur hoodie. And he said he wanted Angie to see him in his eyes so he know, so she knows that he is serious. He was originally supposed to go to the breakfast club, but he did not. Because he felt that Cat, um, we call it Charlemagne was being biased towards the whole situation and he'll uh, kind of bait the question so they can talk badly about Mace. And even though Charlemagne said he doesn't feel a certain way, it kind of sounds like he does. He feels like ever since he mentioned to Jada Kiss and Fabulous, who's the top five in Bad Boy, and he thinks that G Dep raps better than Mace or is more lyrical than Mace. Uh, yeah, man. That's a whole nother story for the hip hop heads, but I'm, I'm going to make a call right now. So I don't have a biased opinion. I feel like Mace had a solid reason to holler at uh, Cameron the way he did with his back against the wall. So I'm gonna ask one of my correspondents just right quick. Hopefully he picks up. We're live, baby, we live. Yo, what's good, Rich? How you doing today? Alright, so I had a question for you. How do you feel about the whole Mason Cameron situation after all of it was said? Not really done, but all said. What? How do you feel about it? All said? Hmm. Alright, hey, that's a good question. I actually, I actually watched the Angie Martinez. You know all I do is watch you. Yeah, the Angie Martinez actually, interview. Yeah, I actually watched that whole shit. Mm -hmm. And... It gave me, I, I could, I, like, I, you know what? Like, I remember when, as soon as we talked about it. Yeah. He was like, oh, he did, he ripped it. I was like, yeah, he ripped it. But dog, how you gonna do that, that fake church shit? Like, <laughs> like. So what's your opinion now about it? it? I still don't vibe it. But that Angie Martinez interview, she's a good ass interview, like. Of course, it's Angie Martinez. She still need to release that Tupac interview. Oh, so damn. She has a that. Tupac interview? Yeah, she has a Tupac hey, interview. Fuck it. Hold on. Okay, okay. Back to Mace. My bad. My bad. Before I get off subject. Oh, my God. She got a... She, well, yeah, she got an interview that she didn't release. But, man... No, all right, man, damn, you on the podcast, you say that? Oh, my God, putting you on the podcast, you say that? Dog, how do you generally feel? Because I didn't want to be biased, because I feel like Mace made some really good points. The only thing is, is that I guess we feel... I'm just, you know, you know me, you're too far. But, like, I watched the Angie Martinez interview with Mace, and I ain't gonna lie, I understand a little bit. Can I go for it? Nobody perfect, like he said. And yeah, because you know what I'm saying? Imagine if I knew you and I've been like talking shit and you know I'd be rapping and all that shit and yeah. just talking shit and you had to respond for real, for real. with a hard ass Not hook. For real, for real. <laughs> for real, for real. 
And I can't front. Mm-hmm. Like, I, I was never a big... I never I never thought... Mason is nowhere near my top 30. Facts, facts. But, yeah. You think <laughs> he was better than Cameron, though? Lyrically. Uh, yeah, he is. That's, you know, I was just talking to my homeboy about this. He is. He's like... Yes, he is, but niggas can't say Cameron don't got lyrics. Okay, I think, like, I think, I think the debate is is that Mace don't put out a lot of work when we always want him to, and then nah, he'll just leave. Nah, so he has to make nah. a decision. Ding, ding, straight up, like that. There, that's that's the problem. So in general, I have how, a lot of songs. So do you feel like he made some valid points in his interview? Yes, and the Angie Martinez, mm-hmm. yes, that interview. Like, bro, I, I was like, man, I'm gonna watch ten minutes of it. Then 10 minutes turn into 30. Mm-hmm. 30 minutes turn into an hour. I said, fuck it, you might as well watch the whole shit, nigga. <laughs> 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 okay, cool. I'm going to hit you back up. All right, care. Yo. So pretty much, that's our correspondent, uh, Rich. Shout out to Rich Bo. Hit him up on YouTube and everything like that. Yeah, so pretty much, in general, Mace, make more music so we can kind of appreciate you and so we can give you your credit. Just do. I mean, he had just came out with a song with DJ Khaled and Diddy on it. It sounds nice. He still got the flow. He hasn't missed a beat. I uh, hope you guys listen to that. But in other news, there has recently been a song that was out from Joyner Lucas called I'm Not Racist. And I'm going to play a clip of it right now. With all due respect, I don't have pity for you black niggas. That's the way I feel. Screaming black lives matter or the black guys rather be dead beats than pay your bills. Yelling nigga this and nigga that Call everybody nigga and get a nigga mad As soon as I say nigga then everyone react and Wanna swing at me and call me racist cause I ain't black we'll pound that then Talking about slavery like you was around back then Like you was picking cotton off the fucking ground back then Like you was on the plantation getting down back then Alright Look I see a black man aiming his gun But I'd rather see a black man claiming his son And I don't mean just for one day and you done I mean you still trapped in a rut And I work my ass off and pay my taxes for what? So you can keep living on free government assistance Food stands for your children But you still trying to sell them for some weed and some liquor Or a fucking babysitter Why you party on the road? Cause you ain't got no fucking goals You already late You motherfuckers need to get your damn priorities straight Wait It's like you're proud to be fake But you lazy as fuck And you'd rather sell drugs and get a job and be straight And then you turn around and complain about the poverty rate Fuck out of my face can't escape problems You can pray for some change But can't break a dollar Got nobody else to blame So you blame Donald They fucked the world With a make America great condom My voice been back I'm not racist My sister's boyfriend's black I'm not racist My sister-in-law's baby cousin Tracy Got a brother and his girlfriend's black My head's in the cloud Heard it's not enough jobs For all the men in your house Maybe we should build a wall To keep the Mexicans out Or maybe we should send them all To the ghetto for now I'm not racist and I never lied, but I think there's a disconnect between your culture and mine. I worship the Einsteins, study the Steve Jobs, but you ride Tupac's dick like he was a fucking god. Oh my god. And all you care about is rapping and stunting and being ratchet. And that's the nigga within you. Music right in your brain and slowly start to convince you. Then you let your kids listen and then the cycle continues. Blame it all on the menu. Blame it on those drinks. Blame it on everybody except for your own race. Blame it on white privileges. Blame it on white kids and just blame it on white citizens. Aim it the vice president. Watch your class clowns Niggas kneeling on the field That's a flag down How dare you try to make demands For this money You gon' show us some respect You gon' stand for this country, nigga I'm not racist 
I'm just prepared for this type of war I heard Eminem's rap at the awards Who's he fighting for? Y'all can take that motherfucker too He ain't white no more It's like you wanna be so famous You'll do anything for attention and a little payment I can't take you nowhere without people pointing fingers Pants hanging off your ass, you ain't got no home training Put your fucking pants up, nigga Put that suit back on, take that do-rag off Take that goat out your mouth, quit the pitiful stuff And then maybe police and stop killing you fuck shit, what the fuck? I'm not racist It's like we're living in the same building but splitting the two floors I'm not racist But there's two sides of every story, I wish that I knew yours I wish that I knew yours. I'm not racist. I swear. With all disrespect, I don't really like you, white motherfuckers. That's just where I'm at. Screaming, all lives matter is a protest to my protest. What kind of shit is that? And that's one war you'll never win. The power in the word nigga is a different sin. We shouldn't say it, but we do, and that's just what it is. But that don't mean that you can say it just cause you got nigga friends. Nigga. That word was originated for you to keep us under. And when we use it, we know that's just how we greet each other. And when you use it, we know there's a double meaning under. And even if I wasn't picking cotton physically, that don't mean I'm not infected by the history. My grandmama was a slave, that shit gets to me, and you ain't got no motherfucking sympathy, you pussy nigga. I'm sorry, you can never fail my life. Trying to have faith, but I never felt alright It's hard to elevate when this country's ran by whites Judging me by my skin color and my blackness Trying to find a job, but ain't nobody call me back yet Now I gotta sell drugs and put food in my cabinet You crackers ain't slick, this is all a part of your tactics Don't talk about no motherfucking taxes When I ain't making no dough You think you know everything, but you don't You wanna copy our slang and everything that we know Try to steal black culture and make it your own Whoa Fuck, I'm exhausted I can't even drive without the cops trying to start shit I'm tired of this systematic racism bullshit All you do is false shit, this the shit that I'm false with And you don't know shit about my people, that's what bothers you You don't know about no fried chicken or no barbecue You don't know about the two-step or no loose change You don't know about no two chains or no Kool-Aid, you don't know And even though Barack was half as black You hated President Obama, I know that's a fact You can't wait to get him out and put a cracker back And then you gave us Donald Trump and I was paid back for that I'm not racist I never lied, but I noticed a disconnect between your culture and mine. Yeah, I praised Tupac like he was a fucking god. He was fighting for his life way before he fucking died, nigga. Die, nigga. And all you care about is money and power and being ugly. And that's the cracker within you. Hatred all in your brain and slowly start to convince you. Then you teach it to your children until the cycle continue. Blame it on Puerto Rico. Blame it on OJ. Blame it on everybody except for your own race. Blame it on black niggas and blame it on black citizens. Aim at the black businesses. I ain't saying I'm innocent, but... I might be any day now, treating everybody how you want in any way how. I swear North Korea about to bomb us any day now. And now I'm ducking every time I hear a fucking plane now. Shit. You know I make a lot of sense, but you just can't admit it. When Eminem went against Trump, that was the illest. Cause even though he's white, he let us know he's standing with us. I'm not racist, but I cry a lot. You don't know what it's like to be in a frying pot. You don't know what it's like to mind your business and get stopped by the cops. And I know if you about to die or not. You worry about your life, so you take mine. I love you, but I fucking hate you at the same time. I wish we could trade shoes or we could change lives so we can understand each other more, but that'll take time. I'm not racist. It's like we living in the same building but splitting to both sides. I'm not racist. But there's two sides of every story, and now you know mine. Can't erase the scars with a bandage. I'm hoping maybe we can come to an understanding.
agree to disagree, you can have an understanding. I'm not racist. Round of applause to this young man who's only a year older than me. Um, He tends to make music that's really deep into concept. And I notice a lot of rappers don't technically do this all the time, but most of his videos is concept based. That's courtesy of whatever record label he signed to. That's Joyner Lucas. And the song is named I'm Not Racist. And if you don't know what happens in the song or the video and you've been under a rock, there's a white guy who started rapping with a Make America Great Again hat and he's talking to a black dude with braids. At first, what's crazy about the video is that you'll watch the video and you'll think the white dude is the rapper, so it kind of grabs your attention, so a lot of white people watch. So after it grabs your attention, you realize that both sides get to rap. The guy with the Make America Great Again hat, excuse me, the white guy, start telling him about the black people and start saying like you know why well, I'll, I'll, I'll feel good if you take care of your children if you handle your responsibilities if you're just not running wild blah 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 you know what usually white people say and then in the other hand the black guy comes out and he's like you don't know anything about our culture you don't know anything about our, our the barbecues we have that way we dance you know what I'm saying it's a whole culture and he said, you don't really take the time to do that. And you have things to change in your culture as well. So it was really intimate because they're face to face sitting down in a chair. And you know, it can't get any more intimate than that. A lot of people feel that they didn't really perceive the view of the black person uh, 100%. But he's like, in a recent interview, he was like, um, man, I can't, if I had to make the song, it could be 25 minutes long. But he had to compress it so it can touch you and get the message out there quickly you feel me so it's a wonderful video if you have never seen it it's called i'm not racist and that you know that saying i'm not racist you know what I'm saying that's what it's off of i mean duh but yeah please check out that video he's full of concepts and not to mention right after that video right after that video i know i wasn't supposed to play the whole song but right after that video he came out with a new joint and he just wanted you to know that he has some type of lyrical ability I'm not going to play the whole song, but it's the Gucci Gang remix. If you guys don't know about Gucci Gang, it's from an artist, Little Pump, who's from Miami. I got to support him. Um, Joy Lucas tend to have fun with this, like on an Eminem tip, dissing celebrities and stuff like that. So he'll go on people's beats, pretty much out rap them in the beat, and then diss those shots at them while he's rapping on the beat as, as a means of homage. You get what I'm saying? So I'm going to play a part of that song, maybe. And, you know, enjoy it. He has very good lyrical comment content and it's refreshing for me to hear something like this so here it goes this is the gucci gang remix by joiner lucas i know it's full of hip-hop today i'm sorry but you're welcome Gucci gang, Louis gang, Fendi gang, Dolce gang, Sachi gang, Prada gang, lot of gangs. Ooh. I don't really fuck with no brand names. Join about to go on a rampage. Ooh. They don't wanna see me let the chopper bang, yeah. Get this bitch jumping like shopper rank. Ooh. What's a little pump to a rocket flame, yeah. Turn your pink dreads in the pocket chain. Yeah. All you new rappers on me talking about shit except doing drugs. Wonder how you got a name, damn. Sipping lean, taking E, perking set, purple drinks, and next, everything sound the same. Yeah. Bunch of drug addicts in the house of pain. Ooh. Hope you niggas suffer till you pop a van, yeah. This shit made your mother wanna ovulate, yeah. Make a duckers wanna stop a train. Gucci Whoa. spending Louis Prada Dolce. Back when I was broken, no one knew me. Whoa. I couldn't afford it, and now that I got the money, I don't even want this shit cause it ain't for me. I always been myself, you don't know me. Whoa. Yeah, I was so depressed, I was lonely. Whoa. The man on the horse, all I had was Ralph Lauren, and I went inside a deal and bought a pony. Whoa. 
Yeah, I'm taking it back and then I'm smacking you bitches and laughing and I'm killing them hacking and I'm sending your body right back to them. You wonder what's happening? I'm flipping new syllables, acronyms. I guess I'm a practice and you fuckers are fucking embarrassing. You ain't gonna be happy when I'm on top and I'm gonna be popping all you gotta be dropping like birds dropping all on your conscious. All you niggas are watching, I'm spitting, slapping all on your coffin. I'll repeat you lost and you fucking sleeping, your pillow talking and you dream all day. That's per year. All your whole niggas in your purse here. I'm your favorite rapper's worst fear. Raised in the mud, crying dirt tears. Just a bunch of kids in the high chair. Couldn't get a buzz even if you had light year. Wouldn't get no love even if your heart's right here. Niggas got guns, so nobody wanna fight fair. No. Hit him with the Ric Flair and the suplex. I ain't never been scared, bitch, you're ruthless. Raised by the ghetto, know some games that I get them. Split them right down the middle like a fucking duplex. Break a nigga toes, make him do the two step. Crib full of hoes, now I feel like you have. Got a bad stripper, bitch. All we do is have sex, and she loves sucking dick, so I call her loose neck. Making a panic with my shit, and I'm flipping the bandages. I'm ready to handle and dismantle and crushing and vanishing. I hit him and slam him in the walls, and I got him enchanted in my fucking hands, and I'm holding him and banging and slamming, killing him in the ambulance. They're dying, they bleeding, they traveling. I'm really sick, and I got him stiff as a fucking mannequin. I paint a picture with Castle Vision all on myself, and I Got a swing and they on my dick and grabbing my pants again. I own a dose, three, cuatro, single. I ain't Spanish, but I know the lingo. Atlantic told me that my flow 100, but my album ain't coming unless I got a fucking single. Well, I don't give a fuck about no hit record. I'ma just remix, y'all shouldn't get big off it. I'ma just murder every motherfucking beat while I'm dreaming, get paid in my motherfucking sleep. Goddamn! Gucci gang, Louis gang, Fendi gang, Dolce gang, Sachi gang, Prada gang, lot of gangs. I don't really fuck with no brand names. Join about to go on a rampage, ooh. They don't wanna see me, let the chopper bang, woo. Get this bitch jumping like chopper rank, yeah. What's a little pump to a rocket flame, woo? Gucci gang, Fendi gang, Prada gang, yeah. All you new rappers don't talk about shit except doing drugs. Wonder how you got a name, huh? Sipping lean, check an E, Percocet, purple drinks, Xanax, everything sound the same, fuck. Bunch of drug addicts in the house of pain. And all you niggas suffer till you pop a van, huh? Gucci gang, Fendi gang, Prada gang, woo. I don't really fuck with no brand names, yeah. Hey, hey, anyways, I lied, I played the whole song. It's so refreshing to hear some lyrical content, damn it, it's so refreshing, especially when you hear it on a mumble back. Oh, look, one of the most famous mumble rap beats out right now with over 233 million plays. Congratulations to Lil Pump for just signing a deal with Warner. I don't know the deal, but it's a 360 deal. He's getting paid, he's young. I don't. I think he's like 16, 17 years old from Miami. So you from back home, you from down south. I fucks with you, man. But Joyner Lucas definitely murdered that. And I I would love to see how he respond because it might be on some joking shit. Maybe he might not respond, but he might respond with his success. Because even if Joyner Lucas go ham, I mean, at this point, he's not gonna be as successful as Lil Pump, at least for the moment, at least for the moment. Because he's carrying that wave, man. He's, just tugging on that fucking wave um yeah man i had to play the song because it's so refreshing to hear someone new come here and really take poise to the lyrical content the flow and everything it seems like he's a really good student he gets an a plus motherfucker yeah he gets a he gets a fucking a plus you know shout out to joiner lucas for giving us that fucking phenomenal music and then now i'm just gonna drop some motivational shit that i, I that's enough talking that's the stuff that was on my mind this week Next week, you'll hear a co-host. I might have two co-hosts. Who knows what the fuck I'm going to do. But thank you for listening. Next up is going to be um my interview with BG, the photographer, the father, the everyday man who's trying to just make it. You feel me? But I'm going to just drop some inspirational shit in between right now so I could just flow over there nicely. Holla. There's no excuse for not talking to the world. It just doesn't have to be your thoughts and words every time. My friends, the key to content success is you've got to start documenting instead of creating. Let me tell you how to start.
know I look like the Emperor from uh, Star Wars right now, but I'm uh, very high in the air, back from London, headed to uh, New York City. I decided to do a, uh, a video. So many of you are stuck and can't start. And I broke it down into the what, how, and where, right? WHW, right? Like, what are you gonna talk about? But the way all of you need to do this and how you actually start is by doing. You haven't done anything yet. You know, this whole fake it till you make it brings no value to anybody. You need to make something. And that thing is a manifesto. It's always been obvious to me. It's always been obvious what caused success, what I needed to do. You know, every time I watch content through the internet or on television, watched Oprah the other night because he was watching and I was working. She was interviewing George Lucas and he was saying the same shit. We took it to all the studios, every single one of them, and nobody wanted it. So what did you do? So I said, well, I'm not gonna give up now. You're stuck, you haven't started because you're stuck. I, I think the fear of losing trumps the excitement of victory for so many people. So here you go, what? What are you gonna talk about? What do you wanna be known for? Look yourself in the mirror and ask yourself, what do I want to do every day for the rest of my life? Do that. And see, what people need to understand is the way we communicate today is so different yeah. and the platforms have been redefined. You wanna be in health and fitness, you wanna be in strategy, you wanna be in social media, you wanna be in, in sneakers, you wanna be in coffee, you wanna be in electronics, you wanna be in, in, in fashion. You collect Smurfs, Smurf it up. You can make $70,000 a year talking about the Smurfs. <laughs> Whether that's your mission or where you're at right now. Your truth, manifesto. Tell me what you're thinking about it. Like, If somebody made a video eight years ago that I think fashion should be high-low, I think people should wear expensive stuff and inexpensive stuff in one wardrobe, they would have been like the queen or king of the vision of the fashion industry just by making a video. Predicting that Facebook acquires Instagram. It's like Facebook's gonna buy Instagram. Four months later it happens. So I was on Pierce Morgan. This company's 550 days old. How the hell is it worth a billion dollars? And my opening line is, they stole it. And then, I guess last year this time, right, uh, Facebook bought WhatsApp for 18 billion and every article like the next day after the news came out is like, oh wait a minute, they fucking stole Instagram. The how is, there's only certain few ways to communicate in the world. Whether this is video form, something okay. extreme. Yeah. Like just get on a train and go away for a week or something different. You have to break pattern. Whether this is audio form. Sitting here listening to my music list and I'm starting to find a little clarity. Audio being a podcast. You're an outspoken advocate for both hustle and self-awareness. Yes. But if you had to put them in order, even if it's a 1A and 1B. Self-awareness. Self-awareness is not more even close. When you know who really? you are, yes. When you know who you are, hustle's sexier. Yeah. Like, it would have been cooler for like the people listening for me to say hustle, because it's cooler, right? Heck, you don't even have to do a podcast. Put the record on your phone and just speak your truth. As I sit here right now, writing this article, um, uh, or at least memoing it, because that's how I do it. Get in front of a camera, selfie style. You know, I'm old now, kids, so at 40, I've observed a lot, and I can tell you that optimism and positivity is a huge variable. Good morning, Instagram. Me, Gary. Instead of a motivational quote or some sort of clip, just want to go camera to face. Just tell you how much I appreciate all of you guys. Your attention means the world to me. Set it up on a tripod or have a D-Rock. It's your nephew, your sister. Nate, give me this. Give me this real quick. Nathan, the intern is here. Some of you, you guys might remember him. Or you write it. 
but the way all of you need to do this and how you actually start is by doing. I create an obnoxious amount of content because of the strategy of how we do it. Don't do anything, just keep watching. Keep watching my stuff. Keep being entertained by my energy. Keep being inspired, don't do. Don't fucking have dinner at seven o'clock and drink two beers. Like, when your strategy is right, you win. And so, we have figured out that pillar content creates content underneath it at scale. Hey everybody, welcome to the first hashtag AskGaryVee. I think it's the first one, but I actually do think I tried to do this once before. I feel like I've got the team now in place to actually do this more often. It's macro patience. Macro patience. Deploy patience. You've gotta deploy patience. You've gotta love the process. What's the ROI of social media? So I look at her and go, what's the ROI of your mother? There are so many people in here that shouldn't be producing video because that is not the best way they communicate. Only a decade ago, if I was speaking here, all I would be talking about is blogging. Yet, there are people in this room that are caught up by picture and video communication and they are tremendous writers and they don't realize that blogging or posting on Medium or even my favorite little hack right now, if you're a good writer and you wanna build up a profile for your business or for yourself, I actually highly recommend you start blogging inside of Facebook and Instagram. I literally mean writing seven, 15, 25 sentences, three, four, five paragraphs worth of written content within your feeds that people will absolutely consume. So that's number one and two. The what and, and how, right? Like how are you gonna do it? And then where? Distribution. That's, that's what you need to figure out next. And it's the hardest part for a lot of you. Hardest part is to start. The next hardest, there are a lot of things are hard. Hard to start, hard to know what format to do it in, audio, written, video. And then number three, how do you get people to see it? It all goes down in the DM. The key is providing other people more value. I just don't see people doing it. It blows me away. And it is absolutely, I want the full, and it is absolutely going down on Instagram DM. Influencers, or you pay for it. Either you pay in Facebook ads, Instagram ads, sponsorship deals, YouTube pre-rolls against people of those interests, fashion, you know, food, wine, sneakers, technology, or, or you reach out to people that have audiences. Search hashtags, click them, look at the account, then see how you can bring them value, DM them, go in soft, bring value, rinse and repeat two, three, four, five thousand times. So the thing Manny should do is go Upper East Side. Looking good, this guy looks like he took a picture. Hey G. Instagram influencers right now, today, for doers, is the probably only behind Facebook ads, the single best arbitrage in marketing. And then you try and then you learn. When you're a pioneer, you have to taste it. There's no report. There's no white paper. There's no modeling mixed metrics that are gonna teach you how that's gonna work. When you're the first explorer, you have to taste the berries and hopefully they're not poisonous. We're living through this incredible era of massive opportunity, yet everybody's talking and reading and nobody's fucking doing. Start fucking executing. So what does that mean? That means you should write a medium blog post every week. Content, podcast, video, written, quotes, pictures, and then tactics. What scares me quite a bit is that most of you, when you see these logos, 
you think of a piece of content that you make and you think of those five channels and more as places where you distribute it. Twitter and Facebook are tools. Twitter and Facebook are markers and crayons. They're a fax machine. These are not just distribution channels. These are channels where you have to natively storytell. Facebook, Twitter, YouTube, and Instagram are ABC, NBC, and CBS. And what I've figured out for the last decade is how to make MASH and The Andy Griffin Show and ER and Seinfeld. And my question is, yeah. how do I hustle and stop being a pussy and attack the world? Like, <laughs> I want to be where you are. I've got What's blocking the, you? Some, I don't know. Other people's POV? Yes. That's the one, man. to see classic in its style, wouldn't guess Santa Rita Hills. Yes, that's a big, little snippy snip. Please, take a step back and think about how awesome it actually is. It is imperative that not only do you start thinking about your content strategy on these platforms for your business. Facebook targeting, I mean like, I mean that's it. Like you can literally put your business address, run a mail, a radius around it, or everybody in the 07081 zip code or the 08802 Asbury Jersey in the house uh, zip code and everybody will see it in that, in that zip code, in that feed. It's a piece of cake. So if you talk about coffee, Google the word coffee and the word blog or coffee and media company and literally email every editor and writer of every coffee blog on the internet. The way you're gonna make money online and by the way, anywhere, is by grabbing it. So if I were you, I would do this. I would go to Google, I would type in beer, so I would click this one, pubglasses.com. I'd go to this site, I'd see what they have, I would find the phone number of this place, here's a phone number, I'd pick it up, hello, who would I speak to about you guys possibly um, advertising on my beer blog? Uh, that's me, the owner, Dean. Then search the hashtag coffee and go to every coffee influencer and coffee barista and coffee media site on Instagram and DM them and ask them to give awareness to this manifesto you just wrote. And one out of 347 will, but that's better than zero. Undervaluing just that one view needs to be the right view, but it's one view is a humongous mistake. That's it, that's how you do it. The what? That I'm willing to sit here right now and make this video hoping that one fucker, one fucker says, oh shit, yeah, like fuck it. The where that's written word, you look at the mediums, the LinkedIn, the WordPresses, you, you start a blog, right? Or you do it on your Facebook, or you do it on your Instagram. How? There's only really three core ways in the current internet to really communicate to the world. The written word, or video, what I'm doing right now. YouTube, Facebook video, uh, Instagram, one minute versions. Video is the other way we communicate. And number three, audio. The, the boom of podcasts. These are things that matter. What the fuck do you want to talk about? How are you going to communicate it? written audio or video, and how do you get people to actually see it. This is where we showed you how to go into the DM, right? Then, or you've got to figure out how to use some money and use Facebook ads and target the people that you're trying to reach. Or grinding hustle, just literally emailing 700 to 1500 different blogs or media sites and saying, do you want to distribute my content? Somebody has a 14,000 person email newsletter about coffee news. Find that person and ask them. Just gotta ask. And, and be smart, jab, jab right hook. Ask them what you can do for them because you want everybody to read this. Post it on Medium and hit up the editors of Medium who curate content. Post a link on it into Reddit, right? Hit up the 4,700 coffee influencers on YouTube and send them a message and ask them if they want to read it on their YouTube channel that has 147 views. 147 views is better than zero. The fucking work. That's how you start.
orgasm sounds. Oh yeah. Welcome, 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 welcome to the greatest podcast ever. This is the Good Day Podcast. This is your boy Zen Folk. Who's with me, man? Who's with me? This is BG. BG. What do you do, BG? I work. I do a little bit of photography. Mm-hmm. I do a little bit of detailing. So I do a lot of work just to. Uh, so you just a modern day renaissance man out here. <laughs> shit. You just trying to st- you trying to keep people shit clean. You trying to fucking take pictures so they look clean, nigga. You doing everything right now. What's up with you, dog? Hey man, I got a youngin. I'm taking care of his mom as well. And he's a father, <laughs> good father at that. Dog. Decent father. The kid is hilarious, yo. His son is hilarious. I'm gonna put him on the show. And make give give the Good Day podcast a shout out. You know what I'm saying? But anyways. Couple of things we was talking about, man. It's interesting. It's really interesting. How about if your significant other, since I mean you're in a relationship, right? Yeah. Okay, cool. Committed. Okay, committed. My dog committed. So if your significant other were to text her exes, how would you feel about that? Oh man, this this gotta be a extraordinary guy. This must be like a NBA player, somebody that you know. I'm saying if y'all in a relationship right now, she still texts him. How would you feel? I mean, is that allowable? Is that how do you feel about that? Because me and you are two different guys, so I wanted your opinion before I even start anything. If we're in a committed relationship, mm-hmm. I don't think it's fair for neither one of us to be texting our exes. So you're not with it. Nah, not at all. <laughs> <laughs> so what do you say to the guys that's with it? Who's okay with this? I mean... That's their opinion? <laughs> I mean, it might be their opinion, but there's got to be something missing in your relationship for your girl to be texting your, or calling your ex. So how would the ex, ex is like, you know, I've just seen how you're doing today, good afternoon, something like that. How would you like, how would you explain that? How would you feel about that? I mean, you would really have to have a sit down talk with your your spouse and like figure out what what's going on behind closed doors because it's, it's like you can't be talking to somebody if you got something going on with mm-hmm. the person someone else you yeah. already got yeah and you have somebody on the outside and you're talking to them like there's something something missing from that picture. That's it, nigga? You just gonna pause in the middle of it? I mean... Because, <laughs> <laughs> you know, you heard about women who have... Who's, who don't have really a lot of female friends. They have more male friends than female friends. And, you know, maybe that woman goes into a relationship. Maybe she's happy now, you know what I'm saying? And now... How about if her boyfriend deprives her from hearing... Like, you know, communicating with some good friends that she used to have. Imagine if your girl was an actress. And she communicates with other actors just because, you know, it's a part like, you know, you kind of have to so you can kind of get new movies and you probably working with the person during the movie. Like, how about that situation? Because we was it's an interesting point because sometimes um, a person might be in a relationship and then things happen. Like, for example, if I'm doing this podcast and then there's a girl on my podcast, you know, what I'm saying you I'll always get questioned no matter what. You feel me? I'll always get questioned. Right. But now, if I was a radio guy, if I was on, um, what's his name? Um, 
Howard Stern? Howard Stern. If I was Howard Stern or something like that and I've been doing it, you're not going to question me. You're not going to even, you know what I'm saying? You wouldn't even mention it. You'll be like, this is a part of what I do. This is my profession. This is my business. Do you feel it's hard for people to see the person that they're with changing? Good question. Because it's, it's kind of like I'm in a situation right now. Mm-hmm. Um, before I met my girlfriend, I didn't have this... Uh, this photography thing ideal mm-hmm. and what made you like photography and everything like that it was an idea uh-huh i mean i and you pretty much spent a I lot like of money it. for an idea you know them cameras ain't cheap yeah we're gonna um, talk about how much it costs but they ain't cheap slr cameras that's how you know you were serious you know so you ain't get a digital camera you ain't use no iphone you got yourself an slr camera dslr excuse me well, the idea of uh, someone saying you what you do, that, that uh, what you do, you should enjoy. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Um, like if you have a job and you don't enjoy what you're doing, then you should probably find another profession. Well, what if the profession you love and you're passionate about that's your career? So what if one day? The person that you are in a relationship with, or you know, the person you love, mm-hmm. you see her in so many. Uh, let's say she's she's like Halle Berry, or mm-hmm. she's like Jennifer Lopez, she's like Beyonce, but you can't have either of these women. But if you're creative, you could put her in that that field to where you could. You know, make her seem make her way. make her. You can make that your own personal Beyonce, J Lo, Halle Berry. Mm-hmm. You know, with your imagination. You know, because they have great photographers. Because you know, they also have great photographers. So if you're a photographer, why don't you put your that person that you love so much in a imaginary you know world? Uh, when I first met my girl, mm-hmm. um, it was a bunch of things that ran through my mind when I saw her. Where you met her at? It wasn't at a, where were you met her at? Tell the story. <laughs> oh, man. She had a garage sale. Uh-huh. I was just happening to be passing by. And, uh, of course, I just had my apartment. Mm-hmm. Just got a, a new apartment. Moved out of my grandma's house and everything. Mm-hmm. So you feeling independent. You feeling good. Oh, man. Okay. I don't work for it. Why not? <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah. Um... At that moment, you know, I was like, dang, this girl is beautiful. Mm-hmm. And uh, I talked to her, you know, we, we started talking. And the, the more we started talking, you know, the more comfortable she got with me because, you know, she she's home. I'm out of my territory, my area. Mm-hmm. So uh, we just connected. And then I, I had to see her again. You know, I, I got a number and, you know, uh, I bounced. I left, and then you know um, later on, you know I started thinking about. It. I was like, I had, I got to get to know her more because when you, it's a time frame on when you're talking to somebody, when you meet them for the first time, you gotta close it, like get to the bottom of the, get to the point. Mm. So you got straight to the point. What was the point? I mean, I told her, you know how I felt. I was single. I told her I just moved. Um, I got everything I want But somebody That can help me build And grow You know Damn that's life. deep though. I don't say shit like that at all that's Ah cause crazy. I'm for real I ain't uh-huh. playing This ain't no script uh-huh. <laughs> So yeah I, I told her how I felt And you know 
I caught off guard because she wasn't expecting me to just, you know, speak. Tell her how I felt at that moment. Because niggas don't do that. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Yeah, man, it took me a while, but I I got my point across. I think, like I said, uh, you got to have trust. Uh, like you know uh, What's that show That used to come on All the time America's Next Top, Top Model, model. Mm-hmm. I didn't know That there was So many people That are in the room When um, Creating You know That scene You have the light man You have the cameraman You have makeup artists You have all these people mm-hmm. All in the room At the same time You know To create uh, a, a nice Portrait photo mm-hmm. Like I and think, it's just one photo Right you know It's saying? just one photo But it's you probably all that direction mm-hmm. sometimes That's exactly. why we gotta respect Drake sometimes Cause mm-hmm. even though he doesn't write his, rap, write his raps We gotta respect the fact that <laughs> <laughs> We gotta respect the fact that He takes his music so serious That he needs a thousand people In the production In order to make it happen Kanye does it mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying In the sense of um, Bringing people in Like the choir mm-hmm. He'll bring in the choir To sing a part A sample uh-huh. And you know what I'm saying You gotta respect people for what they do and how serious they take their crap. So I think you know, tip my hat to those who actually take their shit serious. Mm-hmm. Like yeah, Sahai the Prince, the oh, guy. Man. Yeah, the Prince. Oh man, I got his mixtapes on my uh, laptop. It got pretty good. Good, you know. BG Ghost you heard Rider. The new one. You heard the new one. Uh, which 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 song though? New Africa. Uh, you new got Africa. Elephant. Oh my gosh, I'm <laughs> done. I'm, Elephant in Rumors is on the is on the album. Well, I heard it, I heard the single on. YouTube. Oh, I heard the single. Yeah, I never heard. I, I didn't know that was on the album because I was listening to the whole album. Wow, I didn't know you know about Sahai the Prince. Yeah. But since we talking about rap, didn't you didn't you mention about um the new rap versus the old rap? Okay, what do you like about old rap? Tell me right now, what do you like about old rap? That's what I'm asking you. Um, there was like you know the, the lyrical content. Mm-hmm. That's one. You know, uh, there was an art form, like, you know, like, you know. No, no, tell me. What do I know? Like, you know, the creativity goes on behind it. You know, when you're writing the lyrics Give and me stuff. an artist. Okay, give me an artist that you like and then what, what you mean their art form. And give me an example of their art form. Okay, for instance, let's take Jay-Z. Facts. Uh, he, you know. Great choice, great choice. <laughs> right, right. You know, you know Marcy Projects, you mm-hmm. know, he, um... He know he he was one of the uh, greatest you know lyricists you know facts. Um, he's great at metaphors. Metaphors you know he had. Uh, he don't have punchlines like that. He has metaphors though. He he's good. He's a good storyteller. Facts. You see, thank you, thank you. <laughs> a good storyteller. Okay, so these things. Okay, storytelling. So you trying to say these certain actors, these certain acts were authentic. Okay, what about the ones that people don't really know about, like from down south? Like I mean, you know, people know about Trick. People know about um. What's his name? JT Money. JT Money. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? There's a couple. There's a Tampa artist. There's like the Iceberg. I mean, but they're, no, they're, they're more young, newer and stuff like that. But about those artists, why do we like people like that down here? Okay, because, you know, by it being Florida, mm-hmm. you know, Florida had a long history. It took Florida a long time to get, you know, that, popul- that popularity mm-hmm. as far as, you know, those New York and West Coast artists. Mm-hmm. You know, they didn't take us serious because, like, the Florida artists, because they were at the time known as, you know, booty shaking music. Mm. So, Miami is, I'm going to say Miami in particular because they were the trendsetters. Mm. The lifestyle, it was kind of like that, you know. It was lavish. Uh, lavish. Right. You know, the yachts, you know, beautiful women on the water, uh, South, South Beach. Beach yeah. yeah. Those bright colors, you know, Tony Montana theme, you yep. know. It was very epic. Um, 
So what made people like Trick Daddy? Because obviously when you see him now, uh, one thing I do like about Trick is that he always spit a lot of knowledge. He, he Like, even though it seems like he say some crazy shit and some outlandish shit, but it's just like, I mean, at least from Miami, I'm not sure how it is here, but in Miami, like, that's like the that's like that's like the everyday dude. Mm-hmm. This is how they speak. And you know what I'm saying? It's like it might not be what you think, like the super analytical person from New York, but the person like that old down south type knowledge, that wisdom, you know what I'm saying? That the only like some southerner can give you. And you know, you, your family, that's your family. Me, I don't even know I'm a Caribbean boy. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So like you know that knowledge that sometimes they drop to you that you only gonna learn through experience. Mm-hmm. I, I what I can say about Trick Daddy, mm-hmm. um Is it authenticity? Like He's very open Like he's honest Like you're not gonna Have him catch him Saying he's sorry For what he said mm-hmm. But I also um, Uncle Luke He uh, coached him In so many different ways Like he nice. he, he uh, Took him under his wing mm-hmm. You know that Cap D coming <laughs> yeah, that that classic, you know, uh, that dance music. Yeah, that dance music that I was telling that you feel about. Feel good music, you know what I'm saying? Um, okay, so what is it you don't like about the new era? Well, I guess I'm at my age. I'm looking for someone to tell me something that I haven't already you know, learned. Ooh, but you already learned what all these little young dudes know. Okay, I feel like it's 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 almost like it's it's. I don't know. I, I I don't know the word for it. So you got no words for the the new generation. You just kind of not feeling it. Like it could that. be better. But do you do you take your time to actually listen to some of the new stuff? Because me, I had to do it. I had to do it. Because now I start putting like the new music on the front of the podcast. Because I had to learn to like certain new artists. Because you know, there's albums that's out right now. There's the Sci High, the Prince. Um, there's of course the Jay Z 444, which okay. I love personally. There is the Joyner Lucases, which we just watched, and okay. the XXX Tentacions. And then you watch these people content, you see some growth in this. I think the newer, newer generation, like, I think there's a certain pocket. There's the little Uzi Vert generation and stuff like that. And I think they're getting older. They're getting to their, like, their mid 20s. Okay. And I think there's an older, there's a, there's an older generation, there's a younger generation than that who's actually kind of incorporating the two now. Okay. You know what I'm saying? Like the XXXTentacion, we heard him use lyrics. He started off with a song like the A, A, that stuff, that type of stuff that you vibe to, and then he turned into something real serious, really quick. And he's artistic. It's like he he notices. He's only like about 20, maybe 20 years old, maybe 19 or 20. And he noticed those type of stuff, the stuff he was talking about inside that video. How do you feel about him now compared to what you feel about him before watching that video, the look at me video? Okay, you know what? I'm going to have to say that I need to take more responsibility. Like, if I want to know about this guy, I'm going to have to do the research myself. Exactly. And you think that us being older, sometimes we don't take the time to... To, to actually research the younger acts we just like ugh I don't want to hear that we heard this and we know we don't the songs that we like is not we don't like the radio songs that, and that's I the shit we, that's we judge it, it by and we judge it by the radio songs because it's put there exactly because so, you're not going to listen to it like I'm not going to be looking for it yeah so what you was going to say I think in order for me to, to really learn or know about the new age hip hop like what's what's here right now is we're going to have to do the research ourselves mm-hmm. You should. Okay, uh, so how would you feel if your son saw something like the Joiner Lucas or the XXX Tentacion? How would I feel? Yes. How would you feel? Good what question. What do you think will come along with it? It's a lot of questions gonna is gonna come out of that. He's gonna be very curious. He's gonna be like, "What's going on?" Like what questions? Uh, why is there a white kid being hung? Or 
Or if he's gonna even see it. How would you that. reply to that? Oh man. Uh, I would have to, you know, break it down to him. You know, uh, back in the days, you know, the color of your skin. Um, some things that this is gonna be a really tough conversation to have. Yeah, I don't know how I'm gonna break it down to him, but at some point, I will have to tell him that uh, the color of your skin. Uh, People used to don't like it. You, back you, were, in the you day. were judged on your the color of your skin. So if your skin was lighter than mine, you got better privilege. Mm. Damn. If you were darker, you're gonna have to suffer. Can we just agree that it'll be a tough conversation? To <laughs> That's crazy. If you but but here, who's gonna break it down to him? You. Or I, would, I would rather be the person to break it down to yeah, him than to have man. it watered down from somebody else, and it may not hit him the way it should hit at home. Versus somebody on. I'll say watch Jordan Lucas. He'll explain everything. You, need to say. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? This what I would do is, you watch. Okay, your ass think you slick. You gonna get punished for watching that. I tell you not to watch some stuff like that. Well, no, no. no I, I, like I said, I don't know, man. I'm just talking nonsense because I'm not a parent. Listen, I'm not gonna even. Cause listen, I'm not gonna hit no nerves for about being a parent. Cause you know, parents. It's a tough job. Is a listen. <laughs> just. Respect to every parent out there, man. Love you guys. It's tough being a parent, man. I heard a couple stories. It's just ridiculous. But put on the existential. Okay, you gonna watch that? Now, you, mm-hmm. you if you want an explanation, watch with uh, Jordan Lucas and stuff. But you know, they say so much big words. You probably not gonna understand mm-hmm. what the hell they say. He's hardly, you know, he's reading, but he's struggling to understand the meaning of the yes. words that he's understand. Exactly. He's still asking me questions. He's so. still too young. Yeah, man. <laughs> the thing is, I think X will put it in the form so for, for him to understand more, to absorb more, and Jordan Lucas will put it in a form where it's not really for kids, it's more for adults. Adults. That's crazy. So how do you feel this? After watching those two individuals, how do you feel rap going? Do you feel like an up, upward direction if we keep making music like that, or how do you feel personally? The platform that these videos are shown, mm-hmm. like I feel like, if there's gonna be a breakthrough, I feel like. I'm saying, how do you feel about these after watching it, after the new rap? How do you feel about new I, rap? I, get, I gotta give them props because, like I said, the over excessive use of you know the drug use, mm-hmm. the mumble, and and it was like uh, I had a couple issues with it, but. Um, after seeing these videos, I'm like, okay, maybe these guys are thinking outside of the box. Uh, the topics were on point, but how much more of this can we get out of these two artists? Yeah, maybe others. That's what I'm saying. Or others. Or others, because I like personally, like, you ever heard of YBN, YBN Namir? Namir? Not sure if I heard. He's him. bumping. He's just bumping, dog. He's not. He's not that deep. He says everything that you dislike. I'm gonna have to uh, start writing these artists' names down. You might not want to watch in the mirror, down because, like I said, you're a peaceful man, and I'm gonna ask you more about that. <sighs> um, you asked me what I have left, but what makes a peaceful person? In your eyes Because you're a peaceful person to me You seem real tranquil Like you know So I ask you questions You always have answers You think about it thoroughly You know say You don't just blurt out You kind of think Before you speak What makes you Such a peaceful person Why would someone Be peaceful Why do you carry yourself The way you do The consequences um, I've seen some things Growing up in my life uh, Didn't have a clear understanding Of you know The environment I was growing up around Where it would take me um, there's been a couple incidents where I, I could have lost my life. Oh damn! <laughs> and how did uh, that feel? Like when you was almost at the brink of death? Uh, if you if you always had a question like, "Is there a God?" Shh. 
<laughs> I think you um, God will find a way to appear in your, in your life and it'll uh, all those, those answers you had will come to life you know there's there's so many people that you know have problems with you know why did this have to happen to me why did this happen to somebody closer to me mm-hmm. why we're not in this world alone like there is a greater that's a higher how you know that I mean, there's like I told you, I had a few near death experiences and like you know, what? I had car accident. <laughs> I almost hit a semi truck driving due to a uh, altercation. Uh huh. But I kind of don't want to get into that. It's a long story. Yeah. But, you know. So you had a couple experiences. Um, I've seen that. people. You know, I had friends. You know, in high school. You know, died at an early age. You know. Do you feel like that's traumatizing? Uh, traumatizing in a way where it happened so fast like I didn't have any time to really to cope with it yeah to cope with it uh, me coming from where I come from in South of Popka you know people die like you know like flies they drop like flies yeah natural causes gunshots <laughs> like so what's your take on religion and God and stuff like that Cause you said You'll know God put you in situations Like how did you know Like what's your situation About God What's Cause you didn't You didn't elaborate on that Like What's your What's your feeling About God in general Uh Well for instance Let's say Um There's somebody Like How is it that You know One person can say That they don't believe in God Or there is no God But you have a person That's Um That doesn't believe in God mm-hmm. But they could find that person They could find the devil easy Or they they cope with it Like You know what I mean So I'm saying like How is there a God But there, there How is there not a God But there You could find a devil Just like that mm-hmm. Like what you mean Give me an example Like Some people might say um, Like the wind You can't see it But it's there mm-hmm. So I use instances like that But You can't see something That's there But it, it's there mm-hmm. You can't prove it But it's there it's, it's shown around you Like it's around you You have to see it For yourself You may not see Like if you If you're for If you're forcing yourself To find it You may not find it Like that But there's gonna be A, a situation Where you might Help somebody uh, From taking their own life God put you in a situation To where you can Talk somebody out of You know Taking their life Exactly You know what I'm saying So when you say You see the devil quick Giving up on your life like cutting, cutting your wrist Over excessive using of drugs Like like you know Oxycodone Whatever those yeah, yeah, like Stuff drugs. like to that To harm you To, to harm, harm you You're trying to commit suicide You're trying to Take something that A beautiful part of your life You're trying to get rid of it You're trying to Maybe, maybe that's Destroy Self-destruction Self-destruction Or you know You have sat- satanic 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 thoughts Yeah Yeah the people who's um, What do you call them Atheists the thing is, atheists—they don't believe. They be classified. They be classified as different because you know, atheist just means they don't believe in God. You know, what I'm saying that don't mean because the thing is, some people think that being an atheist means you're a Satanist. A lot of people think that. Like, if you're automatically atheist, they think you're a Satanist. You can be an atheist and not be a Satanist. You know, what I'm saying at the same time. So, I mean, the only reason why I know this is because I be watching TV and all this stuff and YouTube and things like that. And some people who's really into science and philosophy, some people are on one side and some people are on the other. That's how it's been for a long time. Like, you have philosophers who really use religion, a lot of religion, okay. to explain their things, to explain whatever they have to say. And then a lot of them 
you know saying like to talk against it but the things that they're saying is sounds just as crazy or even more crazy than the actual reason somebody would give about religion or god you know what i'm saying right. you might be like all right there's somebody in the sky there's a spirit there's a holy being or whatever the case however however form you want to see it see god as or totality you can see him as everything and he created everything and he's god and then somebody over here will be like okay there was a big explosion that's what created humans and then this is the molecules and then okay. these molecules created the humans and that created cells and this that this that you know what i'm saying but that sounds almost as outrageous as what this guy is saying Yo, I want to tell you more interested in what are the joys about it. A lot of people talk about like this, the woes, but what's our, what are the, some of the joys about being a father? There are some things that um, you know what. As I was growing up, I didn't have like I didn't see it. I get a chance to you know relive it again, but I can make it a little bit better and fun. Mm -hmm. So uh, with that being said, uh, my child, you know, he may have you know more. Spoil moments Like you know I could spoil them In a way to where It could Which be Which you would never was Yeah <laughs> I know a lot of kids Are like that When I see my nieces And I see my nephew now And I'm like Yo These kids are spoiled Like They got their own room <laughs> I ain't have my own room Till like dang High school I'm about to graduate That's when I have my own room my, All my brothers move out I was like Thank God yo I was like Jesus This is what I was working for My whole life You know what I'm saying Uh huh It's crazy That's a lot of Um it's a lot of things uh, you may have to filter just because, you know, um, you don't want the things that go on in your household leaving out into the world, mm -hmm. going to school, going out to a church, going Facts. to functions. Right, because you might over say something and then... Uh, and then get back to... Yeah, because that happened to me before. That happened That happened before where I heard some kid saying, like, one of my friend's children, it was, like, saying all this stuff. And I was like, oh, man, this kid is fully aware about everything that's going on right now. You know what I'm saying? So mm -hmm. I'm like, wow, I was going crazy about it. And it goes back to the photography thing. Mm -hmm. There's certain things I can't shoot and post because... They're watching. They're watching. And, you know, um, as he gets older, or he, if you have a daughter, you have to watch what... Yeah, because she's be like, I thought it was okay because you was taking pictures uh -huh. of it. And then you're like, uh, I wasn't doing it at 17, 16. Uh -huh. These are grown women. Uh -huh. You know what I'm saying? This is artistic. <laughs> well, this is artistic. It's artistic, but it's, it's, mm -hmm. they're not going to see it the way we you see it. You're going to see it, exactly. They might think it's like glamour and things like mm -hmm. that. And um, what I was going to say about that is um, not everything is meant to uh, be done, you know. In a blueprint Right In a certain blueprint Because today's technology Things could always You can always go back And look at What was done before And mm -hmm. And it's there Like it, you can find it easy now It's oh, easier cool. to find And you, it could be uh, Like cyberbullying Facts Hey I seen your mom on TV She was doing this mm -hmm. And now that person That kid is at school Getting teased And this time and age too You know yeah, what I'm saying So it's quick to pull up easy Like nothing like, Than it was for us When we was younger mm -hmm. Okay that's cool but I can also say having a child, it, it brings good luck to you. Mm. Like you, like if you were a troublemaking person before, you learn how to okay think about okay I have a child next to me. This child, you can. You're more is saving me from going back to my old ways. Yep, that's like my brother. So you know what I'm saying? He's so he's such a better person since he had his daughters and everything. I mean he I mean he was always a great person to me. You feel me? Now to the world, dog. Like I'd be like, yo, <laughs> I pray somebody don't touch this man because this man might kill him. You feel me? But I'm so happy to see things like unfold and 
it's beautiful i see i know it's being a father is a beautiful thing man and i love it i love seeing you guys out there and i appreciate men like you who take care <laughs> of their you. kids and things like that so thank you it's i definitely got shot you out so um before i go i just want to say thank you for coming along your name is bg of course right that's what everybody call you right bg and what's your whatever information you want to give out there to the people what do you want to tell them um what you got what you got to tell the listeners man you got to leave them with a jewel know who you are as a person before you, you know, be portraying to be something that you're not and you get caught up in that situation and now you look like a fool at the end. Mm-hmm. Like, be, be true to yourself. Okay, cool. I appreciate that, man. Thank you for dropping that knowledge. And that's the last point? What's the last final point? Quick. A great smile. Always work. Make sure you, you know, brush your teeth. Brush your teeth, <laughs> niggas. <laughs> All right, we out. <laughs> Time to get paid, time to get paid, time to get paid, time to get paid. It's a good day, it's a good day, it's a good day. Every single way, every single way, every single way, every single way. It's a good day, it's a good day, it's a good day.